Welcome to 1-800-GOD'S-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odom. Thanks for joining me. The fact that I have just been trying to record this podcast and um, my microphone was not recording. Anyway, I'm going to start off in prayer and we're going to jump right into it. Father God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here. I thank you, Father God, for how you've watched over us and kept us safe throughout the midnight hour. God, I thank you for your hand of protection. I thank you, Lord, for your angels you command in regards of us. God, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that no matter what the enemy throws my way, Lord, I continue to press forward. Now, Lord, I ask that the flesh in me will decrease while the spirit of God in me increases. Father God, I pray that you would use me as you see fit. I pray, Lord, that you would continue to strengthen each and every one of your children. I pray, Lord, that you will continue to make yourself known to them. I pray, Father God, that whenever they're out, Lord, whatever they may be doing, whether they're traveling, whether they're on vacation or whether they're going to work or coming from work, Lord, I pray that whenever they leave their homes, Lord, that I pray, Lord, that when they look around them, Lord, they see you. They see how creative you are. They see how you make all things good. I pray, Father God, that this word does not fall on deaf ears. I pray, Lord, that during the times that I may feel discouraged or inadequate, I pray that you remind me of who you've called me to be. Remind me that I am fearfully, wonderfully made. Remind me that I am the apple of your eye. Remind me that I sit at that right hand that no man should pluck me out. Lord, I ask that your will would be done, not mine, Lord. Nothing more, nothing less. Lord, I thank you in advance. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. So the episode title is Not Just You. That's the episode title, Not Just You. So I've been reading through the book of Exodus, and I just want to share some things with you that I think you should be aware of if you're not already aware. Um, My goal is to read through the entire Bible throughout this year, 365 days. And I started a Bible plan in um, the YouVerse app. And the Bible plan is the Bible recap. And we have been in the book of Exodus. And I love this Bible plan because after um, we read through the different chapters in the Bible, the different books in the Bible, um, there's a girl, a lady, her name is Tara. She basically do a recap of the books that we just read. So um, we've been in the book of Exodus and I want to share something with you all that you may not even be aware of some of you may. And if you are aware of it, this is just to be mindful, not just you. So I'm going to start in Exodus 20 and I'm going to read verses one through seven. And this is out of the new living translation. Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord, your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other gods, but me, you must not, Make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord, your God, am am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected. 
even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailingly love, unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord, your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. So, um, I just actually got something else out of that while I was just reading it just right there. It's mm, God's word is so, so, so good. Just amazes me how whenever you read it more than once, you get something different the next time you read it. So episode title, not just you, not just you, the, the sins that you commit, they don't just affect you. The sins that you commit in your present day or the sins that you've committed in the past, they do not just affect you. His word says, I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected. Even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. So my sins do not just affect me. They affect my sons. They will affect my son's children. They will affect my son's children's children. They will affect my son's children's children's children. Even the third and fourth generations is what this, what the Bible is saying of those who reject me. So yes, I understand. None of us is perfect. I get that. We fall, we fall short daily. I understand that. But reading this, I want you to be mindful. I want us to be mindful that what we do, what we partake in does not just affect us. Not only that, I want you to take some time to just think back when you think about your family. I'm, I'm thinking right now when it comes to mind, but when you think about your family, I just want you to sit and take some time and think about something you've seen in the past concerning either your parent or your grandparent. And then think about the present when it comes to you, your first cousins or your siblings. For me, for example, I'm thinking about alcohol when it comes to my family. I am very transparent. I, I this is me. I, I move like God tell me to move. I'll be obedient to the Holy spirit. This may set somebody free, but I think about alcohol. My grandparents raised me. I love them. Uh, I, it just amazes me of the things that I've seen them do and the things that I see them accomplish as I was growing up. However, my grandfather used to drink beer. Both of my grandfathers on both sides, my mom and my dad's side used to drink beer. The grandfather that I live with used to drink white liquor. Some of you may know what that is. Some of you may not, but anyway, and I used to see this. I used to see shots that was taken, not just him, friends, family members. I used to see this. I remember being sick one time and my grandmother made me this remedy, this old school remedy where it was white liquor, rock candy. And I don't know what it was, was in it, but I went and got it. She told me, she said, when you get home, you drink this, you get in the bed, you, you get up under some cover. She said, and you you'll sweat that coal out. You'll sweat that, whatever that virus, whatever it is, you'll sweat it out. 
Y'all, I came home. I did exactly what she told me to do. And when it went down, I was so disgusted. I'm talking about, I was like, I don't see how they drink it. it. When I say my whole insides was on fire, my insides was on fire. And I could not understand how I've sit growing up, watch family members take shots of white look like, and it had rock candy and other stuff that she had mixed in it to be some type of medicine concoction. But when I started drinking it and it started burning my insides, y'all, I, I took a sip and I realized you got to just, you can't just take a sip, but I took a sip and stopped. And I was like, no, she said, you got to drink it all, get in some cup, get up under the cover and you will sweat this mess out. Y'all, it was disgusting. It burnt, my insides was on fire. I couldn't even understand it. I never could comprehend how they sit around and take shots of this. Like I didn't get, not only that weed, I've tried smoking weed. I actually smoked it years ago for a hot minute. But even when I, when I first tried smoking weed, I remember saying to the people that I was with, this, I don't understand. It, it gave me a headache. So to me, I'm looking at them like, y'all smoke this to feel like this. Like, I don't want to be smoking this. If it's going to give me a headache, I thought it's supposed to, you know, mellow you out and relax you in, but it gave me a headache. What it did for them. It didn't do for me. So I'm looking at them like this. Y'all this is what y'all want from this. Okay. Back to the subject. What I'm saying is I seen that growing up when it comes to white liquor and drinking, I see adults in my family that still drink, still take the shots of white liquor. Now I'm not judging them at all. I'm not. Cause I've taken shots of liquor too, not white liquor. Now I ain't did that, but I've taken shots of liquor. I've, there was a season in my life seasons in my life where I used to have mixed drinks. I used to take shots, but I've, I was never one of the ones that could tolerate taking shots. Like it, that was never in me. Even, even in the past when I've taken shots of liquor, I've always had to be able to drink something right in behind it to chase it down. I've never been the one that could just take a shot and just keep it moving. Like I've seen people do in my family and other people on social media, whatever. Like I've never been that one. I've always had to take a shot and then take, drink something right in behind it to wash it down because I couldn't understand like the taste of liquor, just like even the different flavors. I've had different flavors like the pineapple, um, or the mango. And I thought to myself, like, I don't, I, I can't taste the pineapple in it. Like all I taste is liquor. Like I don't taste the flavor in it, but now sitting where I'm sitting now, the seat that I'm sitting in now, I realized it was never for me. It was never for me, even though, um, even though I did it socially, like whenever I went out, whenever I went on girls trips and did things like it was never for, it was never for me. Now don't get me wrong. Like I remember times where I've gotten what they would say wasted to where when I laid down on the bed, the whole room was spinning. But I woke up the next morning and said, I don't like feeling like that. Like, I don't, I don't like the way it make you feel. I don't want to lay down and then the whole room be spit, be spinning or get so intoxicated that you end up throwing up. Like I did not enjoy the feeling afterwards when you, especially whenever you go above and beyond. And my tolerance for alcohol has already been, always been low. When I say low, meaning my family members used to pick on me because a wine cooler would have me buzzing. My family member would call my family members would call it Kool-Aid. Ain't it funny how 
you get picked on for not being able to have a high tolerance for something that's not actually good for you. But anyway, anyway, my point is the Bible tells us that our sins does not just affect us. It affects generations to come. Um, especially for it affects generations after us, generations of those who reject me is what the Bible says. Generations of those who reject me. So I encourage you to be mindful. And I know we, we sin like me, like I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I did something behind somebody's back. They was not even looking. Only person that knew I did it was me and God. But soon as I did it, the Holy spirit convicted me and told me to repent. And I said, they didn't even see me. The Holy spirit said, God did. That's another thing. When you get close to God, you feel the, the Holy Spirit convictions. There was a time when I was living life to where when I sinned, I didn't feel no convictions at all. Like I did what wasn't right in God's eyes, what, wasn't please, what was not pleasing to God, and I kept it moving. So that's another thing you have to be mindful of. The closer you get to God, you'll start feeling the convictions of the Holy Spirit, and you'll be quick to repent and turn away from it. Now, Exodus 34, 6 and 7 says, the Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin, but I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the thir third and fourth generations. So again, in chapter 34 of the book of Exodus, he's telling us again that those sins will be laid on the children and the grandchildren. The entire family will be affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. So I just, I just want you to be mindful that, it's not just you. It's just, it's not just you. When you commit a sin, it's not just you. Just like when, if you decide to have unprotected sex with several individuals, it's not just you that you are affecting. While you may feel like it's just about you because you're in the moment and you doing you and you getting you, it's not just about you. Think about that spirit that you carry on you that spirit is passed down to generations after you. So it's not just about you. Even though in the moment it may seem like it's about you, even if you contract something, even if you contract the STD and you have a several, several um, sex partners unprotected, it's not just about you because your partner's going to contract what you've contracted. So it's not just about you. I want you all to be mindful of that. And I know none of us is perfect, but, when you feel the convictions of the Holy Spirit, repent. I'm listen, when I pray, I start out with Thanksgiving and then I start out with repentance. First thing in the morning, I start out with Thanksgiving, I start out with repentance. At night, I start out, before I go to sleep, I start out with Thanksgivings and then I repent. I want to cover anything that I might have did throughout the day. Any sin I might have committed, I want to cover it. But there when I say I be trying to when I say when I repent, I want everything covered. I remember praying one day. And I said, God, I repent from such and such. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, did you just say that? And I thought about what I repented from. And I said to myself, you didn't even do that. 
but at the same time, I want to make sure I'm covered. So make sure that when you go to God, you start out with gratitude. Well, this is just me. You start out how you want to start out when you talking to God. I start my days out with gratitude and then repentance and then supplication. Like I, that's, I start out with gratitude and then repentance. So that's, that's in the, in the beginning, the first start of my day, that's how I start out. Now throughout the day, whenever I'm talking to God, I start out with whatever's going on and that whatever got me going to God and having a conversation with God, it might not be, I might not start out with Thanksgiving. I might start out with, um, God, get your child. Like I, I say that a lot. God have your way. Do what you do when it comes to your child. You see what they just did to me. But I just want us to be mindful when it comes to us, when it comes to how we conduct ourselves in this world. Remember, we're in this world, but we're not of this world. So be mindful of your behaviors and your actions. And I also repent for the sins of my ancestors because the Bible tells us that it's passed down. The sins is passed down from generations, the third and fourth generation. So when I repent, I repent on behalf of my grandfather, his father, his father, father, father. Like I go back because I don't want to reap no seeds, no bad seeds that my ancestors have sown. I don't want to reap no bad seeds that my ancestors have sown. So I hope this encourages you. I hope you are mindful. I hope you are more intentional and, and, um, Consider your behaviors, consider your actions whenever you're out here in the world. I know it's, um, the world, it's a tough world to be in, but we have to stay prayed up and we also have to stay spiritually fed. You have to keep your spirit, you have to, um, keep your spiritual muscles fed as well. So I pray that this encourages you. I pray not only that it encourages you, but I pray Lord, I pray that, um, that you're intentional that you're intentional about how you respond to people, that you're intentional about the things that you engage in. And you might be battling something now from the generations prior to you. If God has called you to be the one to break that generational curse, like he's called me when it comes to my bloodline, step up to the mantle. Remind yourself, if God has called you, remind yourself that he called you for a purpose. He called you to break those generational curses off of your bloodline. He called you to be that one. He called you to do the things that have never been done in your family before. You will be the first to do these things, but we have to be willing and we have to be submissive whenever it comes to God. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word not only teaches us, but it also corrects us. I thank you, Father God, that you're a loving God. I thank you, Lord, that no matter what we do, your word tells us that we can never do anything that will ever separate us from your love. Father God, I pray that this word does not, does not fall on deaf ears, but most importantly, father God, I pray that you would get the glory for it. Lord God, it's not about me. It's never about me. It's about you and doing your will. I ask that you continue to strengthen us, continue to give us the capacity and the self-discipline to do what you've called us to do and being mindful that your will is always better than our own. Lord, I love you. And I thank you. All these things I ask in your son, Jesus name, amen, 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 and amen.